Hey y'all, I'm Kiki Hunter. What's good people, I'm Mark Hunter. Welcome, Welcome to, to the Hunt Life Podcast. We created this podcast to give a real view of life as millennials navigate the world. Real life discussions about the struggles our generation go through from family, love, and everyday life. We're just trying to break generational curses to chase our dream life. Come with us on this journey to hunt life and tackle everything else in between. How you doing, people? Hunt here. Hey, y'all. It's Kiki. And it's the Hunt Life Podcast. <laughs> she already, like, how you, we didn't even get started yet, and she already huffing and puffing, bro. What are you huffing and puffing about? Do you want to, like, fill the people in since you want to bring your outside emotions into <laughs> the podcast? No. No. Okay. Fill the people in. Apparently, you're not. What do you know? Wait, what's wrong? Since we're going to be talking about mental health, like, let's talk about it. Like, what's up? What's wrong? Because <laughs> that's today's topic, mental health people. So we're going to get into it. So, like, yeah, what's wrong? Like, this what's wrong. Listen, it's been just a tough couple of days. That's all. It's been a week. Mm-hmm. Listen, it's the damn the full moon. That's yeah. what it is. The dang on full moon and changed the atmosphere and stuff. It's just stuff happening. So with that, is it because you don't like what your horoscope told you about it? Or you just feel like with everybody else kind of sort of on some extra shit, whatever their horoscope said about their full moon, they being extra. I don't know. I just think the universe is just a little bit out of whack. Because uh, of the full moon? Because it was a weird one? Yeah, it was a blue moon. True. We don't really get them all the time, so for the simple fact of that we did have a blue moon, that kind of sort of threw a lot of things out. Yeah. And I then, so. And then it was hard to, like, see it. It was just weird. Yeah. Like it's just weird, and like it's not good, it's not bad, it's just weird. It's just like, but we ain't been bad, it just ain't been. It ain't been bad, it ain't been good, it's just been, been weird. Same with two? Yeah, I mean, I'm not sweet. She just, mm, I get it. So, just you in a blah mood, pretty much. Yeah, I get it. It's not the wrong with that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's how you mentally feel at this moment. What's wrong with that? Like, let that shit be known. Like, you feel blocked. You feel very blase. I do. Like, it's just because I feel like I'm, I'm focused, but then I'm like, what is it all for? Like, I'm in between. Uh, like, going towards my goal. Like, I'm, I'm going to keep doing it, but it's yeah. like, man, like, what if this shit just don't work? Like, I think because you're saying that this is a good time to talk about that. Like, the mental mind state. The mental mind state, yeah. Because some of the time, (laughs) apparently that must be like the the topic of this week. Because the crazy thing about us is that what what they got to do with anything. It's like, um, I think suicide prevention, right? Don't call me, please don't call me. I mean, I know it's suicide awareness month, but I ain't know if it's anything to do with mental health. No, this was not planned. It just happened to be. Just, yeah, it's, but maybe that's it too, because it's not all over the internet. So, you see something too much and you just kind of start getting so funk yourself. So, 
And it's like, yeah, why not? Why not like talk about it? Because some of the time when it's like business wise, mentally you cannot be there. Mm-hmm. Or even with like family wise, you can like mentally not be there. Like even personal wise, you can mentally not be there. Mm-hmm. It's not saying that it's something wrong with you not mentally being there, but it's just like I guess aware that you like not there all the way. Because I think it's much easier if you're aware of it and you can like tell somebody so you can talk to them about it. Yeah. What? Listen, like I agree. Like I'm like true. <laughs> <laughs> like you can if you want to that's if you're a talker like I'm not really a talker unless it's like something like I'm not okay like I'm really really like I know I say that I'm like, like I'm like I'm not okay yeah but that means you just be dry but when I'm like, like not okay for real like no like when yeah, I was going through my postpartum depression and I was like I was telling everybody close to me cause I'm like no I'm telling y'all because I'm not okay. Like, I don't feel okay. So, that's why I'm now letting y'all in on my feelings. Otherwise, my feelings is my business. I kind of kind of keep it to myself. I think at that time, people didn't really understand what that means when it comes to you because you are such a strong person when it comes to everybody. And not just a strong friend, you're the strong person. That's why they say strong friend, because you're strong for your father, you're strong for a lot of people, like you're strong for a lot of people in your family, like on your outside family, not your immediate family, but your outside family, like Mm -hmm. your father, your aunts and stuff like that. Like you're a very strong person. Like you have to hold a lot and like deal with a lot of different people's emotions and feelings when it comes to like just different stuff. Yeah. With helping them heal from the different things that they've been through. So that's why I think when people was hearing you say that you was not feeling okay, that you wasn't like fully there, they kind of sort of didn't like pay no mind because you kind of sort of always. I'm always okay. Everybody yeah. always tell me that. Everybody's always yeah. like, Kiki's gonna be okay. Like, yeah. literally, like, it's, it's a thing. And like, that's, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Like that's cool, but at the same time, it's like mm-hmm. I'm usually okay because I have to be okay because yeah. nobody really gives a shit. Like, <laughs> like I'm just, it's something like okay. You explained it to me, and that's what made me kind of sort of understand that. Oh, okay, so it's something more than just a normal. You're not feeling well. This is like you're serious because I felt like the part that kind of sort of really made me feel like that you're serious about it. Is when you was like, instead of just like casually bringing up that you want to like do therapy, you start like really bringing up that you want to do therapy. And I'm like, it got to be for some reason because it's like you've been through a lot and you ain't never really tried to talk about doing therapy through none of the other stuff that you went through. Mm-hmm. So when that was the thing that made you want to really like think about it and start bringing it up, then that's when it kind of sort of made me pivot to like, okay what can I do to help because it seems like it is something like really wrong with you. Mm -hmm. So what can I do and not like be so combative? Because I know the way that some of the time when I don't know what's wrong, it -hmm. seems like I can come off very forceful. So it was trying to like do that and trying to get you to understand that like I'm on your team. Right. When it comes to like trying to like help you through your emotions. Yeah. And I think that was a kind of sort of pivotal thing that helped us out too. Yeah. Is like helping you like go through the stuff that 
you was going through when it comes to like postpartum. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like it was fresh for both of us. You see what I mean? We both didn't know shit about it. I mean, I was aware of what postpartum depression was. True. I was aware. I was very aware. Yeah, I, was I aware. knew it was something that my mom had experienced. She had learned like later after having kids that that's what that was, you mm-hmm. know, at the time. Um, I think I watched a lot of my friends have kids before me. Yeah. Not that it was traumatizing, but like for a 16-year-old, 17-year-old seeing somebody have a whole baby that early, mm-hmm. like and like literally going through the pregnancy with them and their mm-hmm. emotions and like the stuff that the family done. Like just seeing and then it's like... It's important and it's big on both of y'all because it's something that a 16-year-old that shouldn't really have to go through on both ends. Yeah. Like being pregnant and like as a friend, being there as a companion to like help them through it. Yeah, because as an but, adult having kids, like we understand that that shit is complicated as fuck. Well. Yeah, so, but that means that yeah, and I don't think I realized being like the big. That's why it's important to know like what you exposing your kids to, yeah. and like who their company is because it's subliminal stuff. And a lot of my friends, not all my friends, but a lot of my friends had kids before me, mm-hmm. so I got to watch them kind of like go through the motions of like having a baby. Like getting back to like work and like like kind of carrying on to get back to school when they get like well a lot of them well some finished yeah but it's like yeah Yeah, it's it's like yeah 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 you have to got to watch both sides of it I got to watch both sides of it for sure um so I was aware of it that's crazy that's kind of crazy what. That even from like we'll say sixteen years old, you was kind of sort of on your path of being a like an empowerment coach then. Oh my goodness! When you think about it, because I mean before, like Pete Game, not Pete Game, yeah, but Pete Game. Remember when you had like conversations with people and you feel like this is a way that you should raise your kid or you should do this and do that. And yeah. everybody used to always get on your ass. Like, ate me up. like, you ain't got I'm no kids. Kid. So how are you going to tell us how to raise our kids? Yes. But then you had a kid and then now they like, well, you only got one. So how you going to like, yeah, that was some shit. And then you get married. Then it's like, now you married. How are you going to tell us how to do some shit when yeah, you I'm got a baby fitting. dad? So, but regardless of you not fitting in, it's not the point that you didn't fit in. It was the simple fact of that it was like learning for you. Yeah, because you I- had to learn how to be an empowerment coach. Like, it was kind of sort of, you was learning how to do the things. You learn how to experiences, early experiences that you didn't even know that was going to lead to with the shit that you're doing now. Yeah. It just was early experiences. Your life been full of a bunch of experiences and shit. It has. For my little 31 years of life, I have had a lot of experiences. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that's, I live off experiences. Like, I learn from others. I learn from my own pain. Uh, But I don't have to go through stuff to know something not for me. So, like I said, like I had to do it. A lot of stuff I realized really going through the depression and having to come out of it because that was probably like really honestly the hardest thing I ever had to bring myself out of it. Yeah. Like, especially in my adult life, like 
it I just don't and I think part of it was I didn't take it as seriously as first because when you first have a baby like you don't feel like yourself uh, a lot of females don't and, and then it's a lot going on when you first then, have a baby for you even to even process do you feel like yourself mm-hmm. it's like, because yeah. like you're still not even thinking as one at that moment because like honestly from like the outside looking in like after a woman then gave birth like i feel like after at least like six to a year like six months to a year is when like y'all start like fully back to like getting back on the recovery path as in you're starting to think for yourself yeah instead of like you feel every single thing that your baby feel type shit Mm -hmm. like it's taking it takes a little bit more time yeah because like it was nine months like you had somebody in you for nine months so you can't just drop somebody off after nine months and then it just your your body just okay let's jump to the next thing that's not how a body works like yeah so we got to go through the process yeah so it's like that's going to be the hard through. part no it is it's definitely hard because your brain is learning how to function without like your whole body is going through a journey for real it really, really is people like downplay it way too often true i went through depression before so mm-hmm. i knew what that felt like just as a kid like i was the first kid so so I with depression that. so is dang because it's not supposed to be like the postpartum episode no but that the, was, is that is that like like is it harder than depression going through like postpartum like i'm trying to figure out how like to say it like is it like because like the depression is more downy so Mm -hmm. like which one is like more like down i guess like which one is more harder for you to like bounce back from depression in general because postpartum is also a chemical imbalance it's hormones yeah so that'll balance like and like physical i mean like book terms do they say that that shit is is it is it chemical wise or is it like because I feel like that kind of sort of can be like a hereditary trait. I it feel like can that can be, be some shit grew- that can be passed down, especially in the type of environment that you grew up in. Well, all of it is, but that's a much deeper. That That is, it actually can. It's been science to show, like, if you grow up in a depressive state and a household who holds depression, like I said, my mom dealt with postpartum. That's that goes with the balance and the chemicals and the hormones and just all that back end stuff that happens yeah. when you're pregnant. You and the baby feel it. That's why I tell women when you are pregnant, it is important to make sure that you are giving your baby the most peace that it can get. You do not need to be in anything or around anybody or any situation that is going to bring you anything but peace because your fetus feeds off of your energy while you are pregnant. Pregnancy and being a mother does not start when you deliver. It starts when you conceive because that baby going through the whole nine months with you and then when it gets here, them kids still feel those same emotions that are floating around. So you arguing, you fussing, you fighting, you sad, yeah, you're crying. Yeah, they, for the first Your baby still feels. They hear it and they're there. Like, yeah. they still, like, halfway here and, and halfway, halfway on the other side, you feel me? Like, they don't fully, like, like, their, their penanial glands or whatever they want to call it, but it hasn't fully, like, closed yet. 
for them to like be shut off between the whole extra close bond with God mm-hmm. and being a baby because like you yeah, like right down the line. Yeah, they're me. So it's 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 that. Like you have to I, I that's why I always feel bad when I see women who are in toxic relationships and you can have a baby and it's supposed to be a happy time but it's not you spend most of the time crying upset stressed out your baby is gonna come out just as stressed like for real like you are putting things on it already and it doesn't know how to it don't know how to process it so guess what it stays and then the child starts growing up and you say well he has anger issues or he's extremely stubborn he seems sensitive or they cry a lot and they well they're shut off from the world they don't care like that type of stuff causes that like it really starts really really early and I remember taking psychology in college Mm -hmm. I learned that and I learned how the bonding experience starts. So I knew when I was pregnant, even with Santana, I wanted to give, I wanted to be as healthy as I could be and I wanted to be as happy as I could be. Yeah. And that was important. But depression. Healthy. Bro, you had me going to McDonald's at two o'clock in the morning and shit. Yeah, because you didn't want it no more because of how long it took for McDonald's to make it. You specifically wanted 50 nuggets, my G. But regardless <laughs> of McDonald's, like all the other different stuff that you had, it was Maddox when you was a much more healthy like. Yeah. You ate fruit fruit with that boy. Like, yeah, but you ate fruit all the time. You ate fruit and salad with Maddox. Like, yeah, sometimes I like that. Yeah, like, yeah, you don't like Dr. Pepper and shit. That's how I was pretty. Like, Cause I don't like that. Versus with Maddox, you draw. Not do, not do, and and sparkling lemonades yeah, for cushion time. Yeah, and Yeah, but no, it's the postpartum. The scary thing about postpartum is it turns into depression. Like it. It, it triggers because it triggers the lines again, like the postpartum part, and like the hormones start back. But it triggers into a depression because it's now now like you're not feeling like you're not feeling this mom, which that was my thing. I was like, I can't really get my me because I don't feel like it. I don't know who I am. Like it was just a weird time, and I knew, like I said, I knew the depression felt like because I was here all the time. And it, but even as a kid, it was like acting out. But now I'm a mom, so I can't react like the 15, 14 year old me would have to react. Yeah. Like, so because now I'm somebody's mom, I got to be responsible. Then you're two times. Yeah, like I have all this stuff. So it's like, okay, how do I do this in a healthy manner? Like, I'm not okay. And to not ignore it. For a little bit, I ignored it. So like, I'll be okay. Like, yeah. I just had a baby. Like, oh, because I had it with Santana, but it faded very fast. Man, like by the time I left the hospital, I was fine. Yeah, that was the thing with that. But so I'm thinking it's like that. Like, oh, I, like it's fine, and then it didn't go away, and then it just got worse. And then, like everybody I'm talking to was like, oh, you'll be okay, or like it's the false positivity, like. 
let me know if it's anything you do for him. First of all, if somebody call you and tell you they not okay. They trying to reach out for him. That is them know. telling you they need to do If somebody's know. telling you that they're not okay, then that's when you're supposed to like step up and say, what can I do to help you? Yeah. The hard part about that's like, when you was going through postpartum was that I couldn't like physically and mentally like be there for you because I just lost my father. Yeah, everybody was so it was like that was real hard to like be there for you and your emotions when I had like a lot of emotions going on for myself. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know how to like fix my emotions and also help you, but also try not to be selfish at the time. Because I didn't want to feel like that I was, because I felt like I was being selfish with not, like, paying attention to myself and more so trying to, like, help you out. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's when, like, yeah, stuff kind of sort of started going a little bad for me because I was, like, neglecting myself. Yeah, you were going to mess with your own self. But it's like, because, but that's the thing, too, mental people can't help each other. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. you really can't, like, if both of y'all are mentally going through something, how, like, how can I expect you to help realistically? Like, I can't learn when I was trying to learn how to fix my own self. Like, that was the thing. So, that's that's why Forrest Gump and Jenny would never make it. Well, you stop Because they was two mental people. Like, well, Forrest went mental. Forrest was pretty smart. He just was like, you know, he was like, a little bit. He was he on the line. Smart, he wasn't but he book had smart, sense. but he, he had was common sense. He had and common sense. sense. Like, Sometimes yeah. And then Jenny, she had like, she was street smart. We'll say yeah, that. She, yeah, she, she, was she was very street savvy. Mm -hmm. She was out there. She was for the streets. You feel me? Yeah, smart's coming so, different like, Yeah, but the thing was that like Jenny was yeah, had mental issues because she was like physically getting abused yeah. from her father and stuff, and then Forrest had the issues because everybody felt like that he was slow, yeah. but he wasn't slow. He just had like braces on his legs. You yeah, feel yeah, me? yeah. But like, yeah, and they could never just like they couldn't get it right. Yeah, like they had a little dude, but they couldn't get it right though. But then that little nigga start seeing ghosts in the future up on the sixth end. If that's the same timeline. Stop it. It's nice. It could As be. you do that, it's nice. Because that's the cool part about movies. You can, like, make a timeline, and you can, like, throw different movies together and make, like, a third-ass timeline. Like how DC do. DC have different timelines. It's just about which, which Earth is Spider-Man on. Because some of the time he might be on Earth 365, but some of the time it might be Earth 2. You never know, like it'd be mixed up but because it's different timelines. She laid out movies will be telling you. But I mean, back to mental health. Like, mentally <laughs> are you gonna ask me mentally how I am? Cause I feel like I asked you like I think it was pretty like you went off the TSP world. And I had Dang. Well mentally right now I'm screwed <laughs> up because I was talking and you just cut me off to like <laughs> damn homie. And then before we was recording, I was being judged hard. <laughs> like you know how like you I'm trying to set up the camera 
But then she got like a judgmental face. Like, you see how she rolling her eyes now? She doing that while I'm sitting at the camera. So I'm like, oh, Lord, I'm shaking. <laughs> And he was just all the way out of place. Couldn't I get the Twice. Like, <laughs> I was like, bro, this movie. Yeah, because she had me up for this mug. She had me nervous. I know. Like, That's why these people think. See, look, mentally, yeah. I wasn't wrapped too tight at that moment. It wasn't her fault. Yeah. See I'm how just, he does Cap. So I didn't tell you how to feel. You're going to tell me how to feel? Man. So mentally, at this moment, I lost it. You just went through the birthday. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it's been a eventful couple of years. You've had to rediscover your own life. Yeah. I feel like now. Yeah, stuff, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to make peace with a lot of shit. Like, like a lot of stuff. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Since I turned 30, like a lot of stuff, like dramatically, been going on. It's about the 30s. I'm over like, 30. When I tell y'all, I'm this forties get better. Yeah, yeah. Your forties tell me it get a little easier. Thirty, baby, this episode. Does the forties get easier? Yeah, the forties get easier because the thirties is tough. I don't even want it. It's like, ooh, child. So like, yeah, my whole entire thirties been like rough. Cause what I think, yeah, hell yeah, my thirties kicked off with COVID. You feel me? Like, not me. I didn't catch that dumb shit. I mean, in general, like, COVID came upon the world. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. I said that there. Fuck around and get a nigga. Yeah, yeah. You know what the hell I'm talking about. This, that, that other word. But then besides that, like, having another child and shit. And then, like, the nigga pulled the beard, Jackson. And then, like, yeah, just a lot of... <laughs> like, yeah, like, a lot of stuff was just going on in my 30s, you feel me? But, like, I feel like now I'm getting on, the, like, the lighter end of it to where it's, like, it's not so much, like, drama. So is it like 35 to keep like that big to like the 35? No, I ain't 35. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're saying it's getting easier. Like yeah. I just see into 30, you kind of like getting established. 30, so yeah. it's kind of like. Yeah, I guess it's just the middle of that 30. You know, that that like, yeah. It's kind of sort of. You can breathe for a second. Yeah, because I think for my 30s, it's been a lot of. People need to understand, like, they place in a position and, like, understand that I, I am the person that I am because of, like, the situations that I've been through. And it's nothing wrong with accepting who people are because I accept, I accept everybody for who they are. You feel me? Like, I don't have no shade for nobody. Like, I don't care about none of that stuff. I accept everybody for who they are. So it's nothing wrong for being accepted for who you are. Yeah. And, like, with that, I feel like all that stuff is kind of sort of, like, leveling out. And it's just more so now. Because I don't really never really just feel like I had issues with, like, having another son or with my kids or even with my family. It's just more so me personally just being comfortable with, like, being, like, a grown-ass man. Because, like, I mean, yeah, I'm a grown-ass man now. We are the adults of... 
of the world. We're literally the adults of the world. Like it's pressure. I don't know if yeah. anybody else feeling this pressure. They like the, the pressure is pressuring. And then it's like hella and pressure because on top of turning yeah. thirty, I decided to want to start my own business. You did. So it was like, I mean, I took a lot of chances on myself. Yeah. And it's like, I say it took maybe three years, four years, three years for me to really develop my confidence back that I had from when I was like high school, coming out of high school, going into shit like that. Because in my 20s and stuff like that, it was a lot of stuff that was like bringing a nigga down versus and also like trying to learn who I am. Yeah, because yeah, because through my 20s, it was pretty much like learning who I am as a, like a young man because it was mm, more so like yeah, getting away from being a child mm-hmm. and it was learning how my, my place in the world, yeah, learning my place in my family, learning my place with my other family. Like, it's like trying to figure out how everything is balancing, mm-hmm. and then now I'm in my 30s and it's like, all right, now it's like really optimizing. Because I didn't already figured out the balance part. Now it's optimizing. Yeah. Because as soon as I optimize shit, now I feel like now I can try to get into my hobbies. Because I think that's my main thing that I'm like trying to get into this year is my hobbies. Because I'm like. So is that because you need a place of like release, like something to think about when you're just like the escape? Yeah, yeah. Like something to do when there's nothing to do. Yeah. Because YouTube is. Like is I'm I'm not finding good stuff to watch anymore. Like Netflix, like all the streaming services is far and few between like good stuff. So it's like I ain't really got nothing to really watch. So and I ain't really been into sports like that. So it's just more so what else does it do? I ain't finna read no book. So like I mean not like that like no disrespect like, to like damn showing <laughs> yeah like no disrespect okay. to books and book readers I don't mean nothing like that but I mean just being one hundred <laughs> you feel me like, <laughs> like like I'm just being a real ass G about it I ain't gonna read no book right now like maybe in my forties or something but like shit I'm playing my game and like I'm gonna draw you feel me I'm gonna draw and I'm gonna color. Fuck around on my turntables when I get a chance, but like, yeah, I'm a drawing, I'm a color because that mentally takes me away from business because I gotta decompress in order to like rethink of stuff because we gotta stay creative and stay up on our toes because we depend on our hell yeah, we gotta mentally stay on our toes because we depend on our own, yeah, like we. We hunt what we kill, you feel me? Like, we actually got to go out there and get it. Mm-hmm. So, mentally, we got to stay sharp. So, for me to be mentally sharp, not only do I need my, like, space to, like, color and just do different things like that, I just, I got to be able to mentally, like, decompress and take them breaks. So, I can you be able to keep going. Because I, I ain't trying to, to take no, like, go hang out. And I go spend money break. I mean, I would just want to take a break and just chill because I don't feel like I'm in no place to where I want to spend money. It ain't because I ain't got money. (laughs) It's just a simple fact of I don't want to spend money because it's like, why spend money right now? I got too much important shit up on the line. And besides, my shit just starting to get fun. So I'm not finna like take a break right now when shit's starting to get fun. I'm finna ride this, ride this wave. 
how I'm going to get my business to the next level if I'm taking breaks when it's good. Yeah. Like mentally, you got to think about stuff like that. Yeah. When stuff is going good for you, you don't want to self-sabotage yourself. Because that's a whole nother different thing. We might as well talk about that. Self-sabotage. Shit, yeah, we might as well now because we're on the mental part of the mental episode. No, self-sabotage. Because that's a life that I'm Yeah, mentally self-sabotage. Yeah. Because self-sabotage is a mental thing. It's just it's different. You got to know when you're showing up. But if you somebody who are just going through a rut yeah. or if you are because when you have a lot of life changes, too, people don't understand. When you have a bunch of life changes that are occurring back to back, whether they are good or they are bad, that shit can break it's you. Taxing that shit can on break your mental. you. Like, no matter if it's good or bad, you can be going through the best times of your life. It's still mentally taxing because you're on to one thing after another, after another, after another. You're not giving yourself any time to process, so then you feel overwhelmed. But then, because you have so much other stuff going on, you don't acknowledge, especially in the black culture, people do not acknowledge mental health. Not just that. Let me get that out real quick. What? Men in general. Like, I feel like because we go through a lot. And like we don't really like talk to people about it. Mm-hmm. We even like wait to shit just get crazy, and then that's when we want to talk about it. So I feel like that, like if anything, got this whole entire episode. I feel like that, like niggas. I mean, like men in general, like we need to like kind of sort of like find that person that we can lean on, so we can like. Be able to like get some of that shit off because yeah. that's the part that can like we help are us. Wrong. We grown as we men. Grown. We gotta be able to like talk to somebody and like yeah. mentally get ourselves like together. Cause it's like if we don't do that, then who the hell gonna do it for us? Mm-hmm. You gotta be able to talk to somebody because and be real, like yeah. it's it's too many grown adults who are having friends. And y'all still basing your friendship on these kids. True. To that friendship at 30 look different from friendships in your early 20s and teens. Mm-hmm. I do not care to go out and have man another meal with nobody. If I cannot pick up a phone call and be like, bitch, I'm having a day. Okay. Mentally, your girls taps and I need you to really hear me. Do not. Tell me I'm going to be okay because I'm always okay. Do not tell me, like, girl, you're going to figure it out like you always do. Don't do that. Take a second and really cater. Don't tell me, well, tell me what you need. Sometimes when people are going through something, they don't know. what. If they knew what they needed, they would help themselves. Sometimes yeah. you don't know what you need. You Sometimes you just need somebody to just start doing stuff. Like, True. just come over, help me with my kids. Bring a meal by. Door dash some shit to me. Send me flowers. Like, just do a kind act of really help. But telling somebody, just call me if you need me, is not help. Please stop that. That's not help. We that's why your friend group is important. True. That's why you have a nice spouse who gives some type of a shit matters. Like you 
Well, if you don't have friends that's going to call and really check up on you and be like, how are you doing? Like, for real? Like, don't talk to me like I'm somebody you met in the grocery store asking you how you doing. If I'm really your friend and we really had a relationship, I'm your sis, I'm your bro, it should be like, no, like, y'all got a lot going on. Like, how are you really, like, handling everything? You good. Like, ask those questions because that's what we, that's what friendship look like in 30 like mentally you need a support group you cannot do that shit by yourself especially when you got kids that is a misconception shit. that people have placed on society for no reason thinking that you can come out of a mental situation by yourself because if you come by yourself you come out of it by yourself you can Pause. you can't you come, come by out, yourself you know, <laughs> that's a whole little mental issue <laughs> like if you can come out of a dark place by yourself, that's exactly where you need to be by yourself. In a dark place by myself. You need to be by yourself because I said like, and I never forget. I told my best friend that if I come out of this by myself, I'm going to be by myself. You told me that too. Yes, because I I think because I'm such a strong person, nobody took me serious when I was telling everybody I'm really not okay. Everybody just kind of struggled it off and was like, she's just, again, we had family members that had just died, which mm-hmm. contributes to the depression. Mm-hmm. Like, lockdown. It, it was lockdown. I had a whole baby. Nobody could really come visit me. And then the crazy part about having a baby was, it was like, he had to be pretty much, we had to do it like yeah, a week was, or two weeks earlier because the doctor was like, all right, well, because she's going to get crazy. So we can do it now so we both can be there at least a little bit or yeah. she just going to have to I do by everything myself. by herself. So it's like when you tell someone that's pregnant that you already seen that's a high risk, yeah, all these different things, it's like that makes everything much more stressful. Mm-hmm. And then it's like everybody else don't understand that. And then that's the crazy part because you would think that other women would understand of how stressful think. it is. So it's like you got to sort of like let them to like kind of sort of be there for each other. Like, why would you try to sort of be in the way of it or be people just be so needy at times when it's not about you. Mm-hmm. When it's supposed to be all about the woman that's giving birth, everybody else has their feelings involved yeah. when it's not about them. And it's like that takes a mental toll on everybody. When it's supposed to be a stress-free environment, yeah. When it's already stressful, yeah. Like that's like people don't understand the stressful like, part of having your kid like right before the stuff that was going on. Yeah, especially during that time. It's like she got to be there by herself. You feel me? Like so, I was there to give birth for him. You feel me? To watch everything go on. But after that, it's just like yeah, she there by herself. Yeah. So it was like the foot, like yeah, I want a baby to like be there with my wife and kick it with my like newborn. Yeah, like then I had to be away from Santana for like a, a good little minute. That was mm-hmm. that was really hard. <laughs> like and then like Maddie's had you know problems after we you know we had him. Mm-hmm. We was back and forth at the hospital with 
issues with him. And it was just a lot. I was trying to breastfeed. Mm-hmm. It, it was a lot mentally. And it really took me back to the place of when, like I said, I was a child and I was going through depression as a kid and didn't know that's what I was going through. Yeah. And it took me back to that place, but I felt worse off. And I don't know if that's because I'm older. Adult. Yeah, and I'm an adult and I can yeah. physically know what the hell what is it going is. on versus yeah. a kid. You think you know what's going on, but you don't fully have the mental capability of knowing what's going on. Yeah. And I think the part that scared me because where I really started being more boisterous about everything was because it took me back to a place when I was a kid. And I tell people all the time, you have to be careful with the people that are the strong ones because at some point the strong ones was weakest weight. Mm-hmm. So it took me back to a place when I was a teenager and I was going through depression where I did once try to cut myself. And I remember it because it was the one and only time I've ever tried to do it and it didn't work at all. And I just had ended up with just a sore reason, like it child, it was yeah, and so but I knew at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> You're a wrong way, idiot. Like, but we almost did it. I think it was almost like two episodes or three episodes since you done almost cried. It almost happened. Sad. Like I almost got the tears up out of again. <laughs> it, it be about to come. I'll be paused. <laughs> but yeah. Nah. No, but and that's and and that's something that scared me because I didn't want because as a kid, I knew of something that was wrong. Like, and that wasn't nobody with God with me at that time because I could feel it. Like, I just knew, like, and that was the one and only time I ever tried that, but I always knew I never wanted myself. I said that day that I would never let myself get back to this place. Yeah. So, when, when I went... felt like that. Yeah. Like, All right. Now I need to like bounce back because I know this feeling. So it's like, yeah, I gotta. Come I can't go this. any further than this. Yeah, yeah, that's a mental break. Yeah. So that's why I was like, no, I'm, I'm really not okay. So, I, but that's a that's a thing that's strong about it because it's like how many people are able to like pull themselves out of that situation. You feel me? Mm-hmm. And then on top of pulling yourself out of it, like, yeah, you're willing to, like, talk about it to help other people. So, because other people go through it, mm-hmm. and it's, like, because, like, nobody really talk about it, it's it's needed. Mm-hmm. So, what's wrong? I don't see nothing wrong with, like, speaking for it. Nobody's telling you to be the voice for it. Like, no. nobody never tries to be the voice of anything. It's just more so like telling your story and telling, like, because life is hard. Thing. And like, I think a lot it. of people, we, I think if we started taking mental health a little bit more serious, and that's not babying, everybody feel like mental health is like a baby situation. You don't have to be baby <laughs> in order to deal with your mental health. Luckily, I had, you know, a friend that I could call and pray with. Like, we got deep into the Bible. Like, she would call. We would literally do prayer over the phone. We would do Bible study over the phone. Like, I could cry to her. I could, like, 
these are the things we were doing to help me get through that time. Because we speak and so negative towards each other. Like we do. We're babying each other. Like, what's wrong with, like, some of the time showing that you care for someone a little bit extra? Because if you do care for them, that means that you have a relationship with them. Yeah. So and what's it wasn't wrong like with she's that? walking like, out eggshells. Why not like should, you I'm, don't have to walk out eggshells. I'm not saying that. You can be I'm like, that you in need general. to get yourself up. Because you need those friends who are going to say, like, bro, like, I get it, and it's not saying that you're tripping because it never invalidated my feelings, but it's to say, hey, like, these are the things that we need to do to get you better. You want to get better, right? You mm-hmm. said you want to get better, right? Okay, so this is what we need to do. I need mm-hmm. you to do this, this, and this. Like, mm-hmm. somebody is going to hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. That is what your friends are there for. If you do not have a circle like that, you need to find a new circle. Yeah. Like, if your family is not understanding, you need to cut your family off. I do not care who gave birth to who. Like, my mother gave birth to me. That don't mean I have to have no dealings with her, and I don't. I can't mentally let myself go there because I have kids to raise, and my mental state has to be right for them. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not letting nobody play with me mentally to where I'm drained and I can't give to what I need to give to my family. You have to get to a point where you, again, have to want the help, and you have to be able to go through the steps. It don't mean that you don't miss people. It don't mean that it don't hurt. It don't mean that that shit don't send you down a whole nother mental spiral it just means that you have to take that first step and saying i'm gonna choose me first regardless of how this ends hmm. that's what you that's what it comes down to and then have people who are going to accommodate that are going to accommodate that and then hold you accountable for that and care about you enough to help you get through that like you you and you have to go find your own resources don't be don't be sitting in it. You can't sit in it. Black people don't take mental. We joke about everything. Mental health is not funny. It's, it's a bunch of people that we joke about. Oh, that she bipolar. Yeah. She really might be. Y'all need to go get her some help before she hurt herself or somebody else. Yeah. Like that's not we funny. Joke about that no more. Like in general. Like we joke, we about, joke about people a lot who of have stuff. really stuff wrong with them, and like people are dealing with depression. People are dealing with anxiety. People are dealing with a lot of shit and nobody ever pushes them to go get help. Especially I just talk to a bunch days. of people that's like, that still shy away from therapy. And it's like, or they'll say, I know I need therapy. Okay, so why are you not going to go get therapy? I don't under, so you don't care to help yourself. Like, why keep yourself in a dark space for the rest of your life? Yeah, true. Because some of it, the time, I mean, more of the story is that you have to think about yourself in order for yourself to get better, mm-hmm. but you need someone in your corner. Like yeah, even somebody. the even the long wolves. The long wolves still need somebody. somebody. Everybody we we are put here for each other. You feel me? Everybody has somebody that they're supposed to be with. Like stop even, taking yeah. people for granted. People ask for help. I always tell people, if you need me, call me for real. Because I'm it's only gonna be so many times I reach out to you and ask you if you're okay and you got so many times to tell me okay and I'm gonna talk to you. I'm not gonna keep reaching out to you, begging you to for help you said you won't. True. You take want that help, take that help. You feel me? Like that's really like take the help. Stop being scared to say something. Stop being scared of somebody that you feel like you could put your big boy pants on. We're an adult. Yeah. Get the help that you need so you can be strong for your kids. 
Or just for yourself, because you need to be strong for yourself. You have to be the person that you envision to be. Mm -hmm. Like, those are excuses. We tell ourselves, I can't cut my family off. I love my daddy. I love my mom. I love my family. I love. You can love them, but that does not mean they are healthy for your mental state. And it is okay Mm -hmm. to let that go. Mm -hmm. If they don't continue to act a fool and you know they're going to continue to act a fool, that don't mean you're mad, bitter, or wrong. That means that you have decided to put yourself first mm-hmm. and go ahead and choose you over them. And that is okay. Everybody not going to change. Mm-hmm. That don't mean you don't change and you keep yourself in a dark space because they not going to come out of it. Why are you condemning yourself with them? You because might as well drag you have yourself to be to strong for yourself and your kids at all times. Mm-hmm. Through everything that's going on, you have to be strong. Like You have to like be strong for your kids because they're looking up to you and it's like the the less pain and headaches and stress that we send our kids through the better chance that they have of being functioning adults in this world mm-hmm. that's so dysfunctional because yeah. if we can keep our kids from being dysfunctional then hell we're doing our step in trying to make society less dysfunctional Mm-hmm. So, like, I mean, there's nothing wrong with like, this year and next year is for us to, like, start trying to, like, mentally, like, checking on ourselves. Yeah, we we did last week episode about check yourself before you wreck yourself. Mm-hmm. And then this week we did the episode about mental mm-hmm. health. And it's about pretty much checking on yourself because in all in all, the most important thing is you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, I know that sounds cliche, that sounds like but some shit that we heard when we was young on cartoons and stuff, especially, like, that sounds like something out for, like, Barney or something. Yeah, and all is. in all, it is with you. <laughs> like, yeah, but that's the truth, though, you feel me? It's like, yeah. it's about it's about you. So if you're not happy, then shit not going to be happy, shit not going to go right for you. So mm-hmm. it's like, you got to, like, find your way of making your inner self happy. you happy. keeping your peace like keeping yourself in a in a happily life is gonna be like shit is gonna happen but some stuff we can't control and some things we control can can we cannot deal with if we know the if you know the end result you've been on a roller coaster with somebody for 10 years and that roller coaster ain't stop baby let it go go through the pain go through the emotions right now to feel the loss mm-hmm. And let it go because it will get easier. But when your mental start being a little bit easy, a lot of us go through mental issues because we refuse to let anything go. We refuse to let go of pain. We refuse to let go of hurt. We refuse to let go of family. We like we give ourselves all these excuses and like we we just don't do a good job at respecting mental health. And then after the fact, people want to be like, "Why you didn't tell me?" Because what when within that time did you ever call and check on me? True. So, when were you ever able to listen? And like the hardest part of that was like having a smile every day and my kids and not really be happy. If I yeah. smile, I really want to be happy and that killed me. But I was like, I refuse to let my kids see me this down. Yeah. Like I will fake it for them, but I also want to get better so that I don't have to fake it for them. Yeah. So it's really like it has to be you like really it's a battle with yourself. Dang, cause like that statement was like that was a truthful statement. Like, cause it was like even at the beginning when I had like all my shit that was going on 
and we was talking about like our feelings and stuff at one point and i was telling you like i mean he was like i can't i'm not gonna like fake it for you because if you want me to i can but it's not gonna be genuine and like that was the thing that kind of sort of made me like nah i'd rather for you tonight be genuine with me and like yeah bitch like that's how you really feel that's how you really feel because yeah. that's just like that's you mm-hmm. so it's like if i can't handle you at your worst and what the fuck i'm doing with handling you at your like your best mm-hmm. i gotta be able to like take all sides of you and it's not to say that when you was like in your depressive stage or you was like going through anything that you was like abusive like physically or mentally abusive it was none of that it was just a simple fact of just like giving you your space but also like being there for you because I know that you are a loner Mm -hmm. and because I'm a loner too I'm going to give you your space to mentally help you because I know mentally loners have to physically go through the stuff mentally by themselves yeah and it's just more so just like letting you know that like I'm here through it because like still your husband i'm still your best friend so like yeah i'm still here for you when you want to talk about it yeah and then through all of that that kind of sort of made me open up and tell you kind of sort of yeah i was going through shit even though that you already know i was it was just a simple fact of acknowledging it Mm -hmm. and i think that was like one of the main first times that i really acknowledged like my true feelings about like shit that was going on with me because mm. I feel like that was always hard for me is acknowledging my feelings yeah. besides like telling you I love you and I wanted to marry you like my actual personal like feelings like my feelings like mm-hmm. not my feelings for the world to see and for them to yeah. that side note that'd be a bunch of y'all <laughs> niggas problems out here you want everybody to know like your feelings and your emotions and stuff like that's what like don't nobody care about your feelings don't nobody care about your emotions. Like, get your shit together and act like an adult. That's the main problem. Like, don't nobody want to act like an adult no more. Like, everybody said they was grown when they was in, in high school. So, your grown ass grown now. So, act like a fucking adult. Get out your feelings. Go to work. <laughs> get out your feelings. Take care of your kids. Get out your feelings. Apologize to that damn female. Take your ass back home. Get out your feelings. Apologize to that nigga. Take that nigga back. Get out your feelings. Y'all t- come together. Take care of that family. Mm. Like, do whatever hell niggas got to do. But it's like, it's time for like grown as adults to get out their feelings because we're an adult. A mm. feeling is something for kids. Kids have feelings. You're an adult. You're supposed to be practical. Practically, your it's ass need to grow up. <laughs> like, like being honest, like what he's trying to say is ignite. It's to grow the fuck up, like shit, like that's what I'm trying to say. Jesus. Like she finna wrap it up on a bow for you and stuff I like am, that, because that's her job is to give it to you on the boat. But like I'm here to just get that shit raw. You feel me? Like I don't know how else to do it. You feel me? Like spit on it and like keep it going. You feel me? Raw, like. Get out your goddamn feelings. But that's the point some of the time. It got to be nasty in order for it to, like, work. That's how you get boys. (laughs) That's how you get boys. Y'all boys out here making love and stuff. That's how you get them girls be up in that book face-to-face and all that. I'm just saying. 
You gotta stand up in it if you wanna. <laughs> More of the story. Acknowledge your feelings. Take your feelings seriously. Not nothing wrong with having feelings. Nothing's wrong with having Just feelings. Just acknowledge we mess up when we do not acknowledge our feelings. Mm-hmm. And know that acknowledging your feelings does not mean somebody else got to agree. No, because it's your feelings. Say Remember, your feelings. it's your feelings, and it's like uh, your feelings is like your opinion. Yeah, you have. And we it practice that all the time. Like it's like, don't tell me my feelings is wrong. You can't tell me how how that made me feel. I'm yeah. telling you how that made me feel. Because so it's your feelings. Acknowledge it. So, and we don't. We, we're very serious when we do that. Even with our kids, we don't not acknowledge their feelings or tell them like whatever they're feeling is wrong. You have to acknowledge your feelings and be okay if somebody else don't, but you know where to place them. Don't keep dealing with people who are not going to acknowledge your feelings mm-hmm. and acknowledge that you feel that way. And it that's what I'm saying, but be prepared to make a decision about you. You got to stand behind you. Acknowledge your feelings. Actually, actively go find help. I know a lot of y'all like these little affirmations online. It's cute. I do them. Click the like button, okay? However, that's not gonna get your mental health better. You gotta do the work behind read the information. Books. Yeah, you have to do you gotta the do work. Some type I of journal work. a lot. I read books. I, I I did find therapy for a short period of time. Then I started looking at therapy shows. I about some therapy the, shows. I started applying the things that the therapy, real therapy, not Ayana. Don't do that. Don't like. She can't change your life. Hell, she can barely change her own life. Real therapy shows, and they teach you like because it was one on HBO. If I find it, I'm gonna drop the link. Um, and she was a real therapist. She was a real therapist. It was people going through stuff like during like the the pandemic and stuff. She was dope, and I did the work on my own. Like, that's journaling, getting your feelings out, doing whatever you need to do to release that and come out of that and, like, love on yourself a little bit, express your feelings, be around people who are going to make you laugh. Like, be around people who are going to genuinely love you. Don't have those people, go find them. Because mm-hmm. we made that decision, too. I'm not waiting on nobody to be ready to be where we are. Like, if you can't, we need a community. If you can't show up to stuff, if you can't really be an active friend, if you can't really be an active family member, I do not need you around. Point blank, P, mm-hmm. my mental cannot be fooling with you. Like, I'm trying to, st- like, I'm not taking myself through any more mental obstacles. I don't have to take myself through. True. Because yeah. life is going to life. Life be life. And so why do I have to have extra in my life? Yeah. So what? we don't need. Cut it out now. Like, it's... and let the children, like, let it go. The crazy yeah. part about mental, like mentally fixing yourself, mentally fortifying your mental capabilities is, I don't know about that. Tomorrow. It's balance and boundaries. Yeah. Like, balance, you know, no, for real. Balance and boundaries. In order thing. for you, you to help to. yourself mentally, you have to start figuring out your boundaries. Yeah. That was a huge thing well, that we had to figure out. And I feel like that's a huge thing for everybody because once you stand on your boundaries, I think people can respect you of the person that you are. And that's when you can start receiving the respect that you want from the people that you want it from. It's because you haven't stood up on your own stuff yet. 
-hmm. Some of the time, some people are just waiting for you to stand up and show that you can handle it on your own mm -hmm. so it's like this is the time for you to start doing that mm -hmm. this is what i mean by like get out your feelings nobody cares mm -hmm. we have to like we have to start standing up for ourselves and like start doing what we need to do to be better for ourselves mm -hmm. and our loved ones so find your boundaries create them boundaries stand on them boundaries mm -hmm. find your balance Create your balance and stand on your balance. Mm -hmm. Earn your respect. Don't ask for your respect. You earn your respect. I feel like that shouldn't be something that to be said, but I get it. You have to earn your respect. Nobody's never going to respect you until you earn it. And everybody's not going to agree and be okay with it. You like, have to be real. okay you with it. But that's okay the part of being an adult. Yeah. Adult means that you're okay with someone disagreeing with you. You can pout to yourself. But keep that shit to yourself. You have to be an adult at all times because that's how you perform business. You conduct yourself as an adult. So more of the story, like, like check yourself before you wreck yourself. Mentally check yourself. Mentally get yourself in order. Like... These next like year and a half, the end of this year and next year, I feel like that everybody should be doing like maintenance on themselves. Yeah. Figure out what you need to figure That's out to make good. yourself your better self. Yeah. Because as soon as you make yourself a better self, you're going to be a better person for everybody in your life mm -hmm. and for yourself. For and you're going to love that. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, just take that step. You feel me? Just go on, take that extra step. Yeah. So. The code, read the book, journal, write, be creative, like whatever your outlet is, start zoning instead. And be Build comfortable with it too. Be comfortable yeah. with your outlet. Like don't let nobody, I get it when we was young, a lot of people like picked on us for our different outlets, but it's okay. Like you're a grown up, like that nigga that picked on you when you was little, like that nigga probably don't even like have a house right now. So like he probably homeless. So like, it's okay. You got more than that person got. Ooh, so, like, like, draw, like, run track again, like, ride your bike, like, be a speed walker, do whatever the hell you wanted to do, fam. But don't worry about what other people say because it's not about what they feel because it's about how you feel. Mm -hmm. So, screw them. Like, shit, yeah. you're doing better than them anyhow. And it's a yeah. You doing better, and and everybody not gonna like you standing up for yourself. Yeah, so just so. some people like you in your depressive state. Some people like you being the pushover. Some it's people much like easier. you being overly caring and being the strong one. Some people like that. Get away from the people. Mm -hmm. like, just be you. Yeah, be around people who's gonna find you just as dope if you find yourself. But first, you gotta find yourself dope. Yep. So, yeah. I mean, I didn't got rants off. You got any rant? Be busy, not productive. Be 
be productive, not busy. But oh, so she want to bring that up, bro? Like we struggle. I'm so that. sick of that because y'all got y'all out here. I'm busy because you really ain't busy. You ain't busy, and then you call me, and I show you. I'm saying you you hear me going through busy shit going on over here, and you like, well, why are you doing all that through the middle of the week, baby? Because I'm an adult, and I got kids, and I got stuff to be doing. Like what you doing? I thought you said you was busy, but see, because mm-hmm. you're not really busy, you think I'm not really busy. Learn how to live in reality. Y'all, people to come. Being busy is not a competition, too. Like it's not. not. Like if you busy, you busy, bro. Like you just just, stop it. They they sound similar because they both starts with a B word, but they're not the same thing. Bored and busy is two totally different things. Need to figure out which one it is. Like, are you bored or you busy? We are busy. We are all busy, but are you productive? Like, did you get anything done? Are you still complaining about the same thing you complained about three months ago? Two days ago. Like, what we doing? I mean, people just need to learn how to live in reality. Like, stop being comfortable with living a fake reality. False narratives. (laughs) Shit. Like, you know your ass ain't over there doing nothing. Don't call me with your energy. Don't call me with that's mental health. Like, don't let people do that to mm-hmm. you. That, don't, don't be quiet. That's it. But I hope this was able to help. This is my take on mental health. Again, this is our journey. Our opinions do not come with no no. I'm not a doctor. Shit, bro. We ain't this no doctors. Not yet. I'm not a doctor yet, though. Because there is a website that I could go on, and if I, I write a thesis, I think it's a thesis. Is a thesis is the one that needs to be proven or not proven? You probably should figure that out while you're trying to be a doctor. Well, I'm not trying to be a thesis, like one of them type of people. You know, the person that like write, like study theses or whatever. I'm just trying to be a doctor in a certain profession. So well, tell people where they can find you. You can find <laughs> us on Hunt Life the Podcast. She don't never like. She always want to like. <laughs> she she crippling me. She don't want me to fly. Cause she just don't want me to have a doctor next to my name. Cause then now she got to start calling me doctor husband. <laughs> Might as well, she. Cause that sounds much cooler. But yeah, like she was supposed to say, protect your peace, people. You gotta protect your peace, protect your peace. at all times. Protect your peace. Thanks. I'm hunt. You didn't tell them where they can find us. I did say that. You did. You, you do that every single time. What did you say? I literally said that you can find us on Hunt Life the Podcast. Oh, I didn't say on all platforms, but I did say on Hunt Life the Podcast. I literally on looked YouTube, in here. Instagram, and TikTok. Yeah, all platforms. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at I'm.the.key. And you can find him in Mr. Humble. Yeah, yeah, because I'm like a ghost. You feel me? You see me, but you don't see me. I be there, but I don't be there. But... Oh, Which part? <laughs> see? Crippling me. Like, how can I be agent sub-zero <laughs> when she won't even leave me be who I want to be? I let her be her. She want to be an author. And look at her. She wrote a book. Like, it's my turn to fly. God damn it. Let me get my wings. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. I'm Hunt. I'm Kiki. It's the Hunt Life Podcast. Hunt Life. Live dreams. Bye, y'all.